Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. A tapestry has two very different sides. There's the front side to a tapestry, and there's a back side to a tapestry. Uh, the back side of a tapestry, I think we have a picture of it here, uh, the back side is chaotic. Uh, there's a thread here and a thread there and some yarn here and some yarn there. And you look at the back side of a tapestry and it looks like a mess. Uh, it looks like it, it's completely random. Like whoever was working on it did not know what they were doing. Uh, you look at it and you certainly can't get much of a clear picture as you look at this tapestry. But the other side, uh, the front side of a tapestry, it looks totally different. Uh, here's a picture of the front side. Same tapestry. This is the front side. You just saw the back side. The front side is totally different. It's, it's clear. Every thread is in exactly the right place. Uh, you can look at that and you can say someone knew what they were doing. The artist, uh, he or she, put every thread in exactly the right place, weaving this masterful picture. One is clear and orderly, the other side, chaotic, confusing, disorderly. Does your life ever resemble the backside of a tapestry? <laughs> uh, is your life ever a little chaotic, a little confusing, a little unclear? Uh, do you ever have times in your life where there's a thread going here and a thread going there and this thing happens and that thing happens and you, you step back and you look at all the stuff going on and you say, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm not seeing a clear picture in all of these random things that are happening. Uh, have you ever had a time in your life where there were more questions than there were answers? A time in your life when you were looking forward at the future and, and it was not at all clear what you ought to do. Maybe you were faced with some big decisions. What school do I go to? Uh, what do I study? What do I do when I grow up? Do I take this new job or do I not? Uh, do I buy the house? Should I ask this person to marry me? Should I get the surgery the doctor's been telling me about? Uh, what's this test going to reveal? And if the test does come out this way, then what does that mean? Uh, have you ever had those nights where you lay in your bed and what if and why runs through your head again and again and again? Uh, if you've answered yes to any of these, I have good news for you. You're not alone. <laughs> you are not alone. We've all been there before. Uh, there, have all, uh, there have been times for all of us where life is mysterious, where life is unclear, where life is chaotic and confusing. Uh, and we see this not just in our own lives, but generations of people, uh, all the way back to the time of Scripture, uh, back to the time of the Psalms. And we see that people, even back then, were asking the question, why? Why is this happening or what do I do? Uh, this is Psalm 10, verse 1. Why, O oh Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Psalm 69, answer me, O oh Lord, for your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Hide not your face from your servant. For I'm in distress. 
make haste to answer me. Why, O Lord, answer me, O Lord. Uh, We see this time and time again, not just in these verses of Scripture, but all throughout Scripture, where life is sometimes mysterious, chaotic, confusing, and unclear. Now, what if I told you that this side of eternity, that's how it is. This side of eternity, this side of the Garden of Eden and the fall into sin, and this side of Christ's nearer presence in heaven and the end of all things, the time in which we are living, that's how life is. Life is going to be, for you and for me, always kind of veiled in mystery. Always a little unclear, always a little confusing. We're not going to have perfect clarity. We're not going to have perfect wisdom. We're not going to have perfect understanding. We're not going to have perfect knowledge. And God has told us this. Uh, It might be frustrating at times, but it certainly shouldn't be surprising. Uh, God has made it clear throughout Scripture that we don't know everything. That you and I, that that when we look into the future, we don't have it all figured out. And we see this throughout the Bible. Uh, The book of Job. Job is faced with all these things going on in his life, and Job asks God, yeah, why? What does this mean, and what does that mean, and what do I do about this, and and so what about that? And, And God, or Job is asking all these questions of God, and then God responds to Job with these words. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding, who determined its measurements? Surely you know, or who stretched the line upon it? God is asking Job these questions, saying, Job, do you know everything? Job, do you know about this, and do you know about that? And and were you there when I made the earth? The answer is no. Job doesn't know it all. Uh, Moses says something kind of similar to the people of Israel. This is Deuteronomy 29. Moses says this, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Moses is saying, there's things that God knows that we don't know. Secret things, uh, things of the future, things of his wisdom and knowledge that are secret to us. But then he also says there's things that we do know. He says these are the things that we possess Uh, the wisdom and knowledge and understanding that that God has given to us. Romans 11, Paul says something very similar. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments. How inscrutable his ways. The same thing. God's knowledge, his depth, his wisdom, his understanding, it surpasses mine, it surpasses yours, it surpasses all that we know. Uh, Isaiah, he just puts it bluntly. I I kind of appreciate how he says it. Isaiah says this, Truly you are a God who hides himself. Uh, And theologians take all of these verses and they put them together and they talk about the hiddenness of God. The hiddenness of God. That God hides himself sometimes. And what that means is that God has not revealed absolutely everything to you and to me. So when we ask those questions, why did I get cancer? God hasn't revealed that to you. Why did I get cancer on the very first day of my retirement? 
Again, a question that God has not revealed the answer to. Uh, why did this happen? Or why did that happen? Or why did this relationship end? Or, or, or what about this? Again, these are in the hiddenness of God. We don't know. And you can search all of Scripture and you won't find an answer to those questions. The sermon's kind of a bummer, isn't it? <laughs> I do have good news for you. I do have good news for you. Because in those times of, of hiddenness, when God has not given us answers, in those times of your life when it looks like the backside of the tapestry, when you're looking at your life and you just see a jumble and you just see chaos and you just see a thread here and a thread there and you're looking at it saying, yeah, what is going on? In those times, we have to remember God has shown us the other side of the tapestry. That we don't only have the chaotic side of the tapestry, but God has said, let me give you a glimpse of the artwork, the beautiful uh, weaving that I'm doing in my kingdom. God has given us a glimpse of, of that other side. Uh, and we hear that in these words of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, bold, clear words of God showing us the other side of the tapestry. In him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Did you hear that? Making known to us. The mystery of his will. There are times in which God is hidden, but God has also revealed himself to us. God has made these things known to you and to me. Uh, maybe we don't have all of our questions answered, but God has answered the most important questions. God has given us answers to the things we need to know most. And there's three things that we hear in Ephesians. Three things I want us to think on. Uh, the first one, in him we have redemption through his blood. Uh, redemption, that you are redeemed in Christ Jesus. Uh, in the biblical world, redemption meant that you were purchased back. So you'd be redeemed if you were uh, in slavery or in captivity and somebody paid the price to liberate you. So they put it all down to buy you back. That's what redemption is. And what we hear in Scripture, uh, with boldness and with clarity, without any confusion, is that we've been redeemed in Christ Jesus. So that God has bought you back with his blood. Bought you back from sin, bought you back from death, brought you back from the devil, saying no matter what the cost, I am willing to pay it to set you free. And there's no confusion about that. There's no uncertainty about that. There's, there's no mystery behind that. Is it true or is it not? No, God says, I've done it. You're redeemed. You're free. Going on. The forgiveness of our trespasses. Uh, similar to that previous one, but the forgiveness of our trespasses. Uh, God says that you are forgiven in Christ Jesus. Through his blood, through his death, through his resurrection, you're forgiven. So your past, it's gone. Your guilt, 
Your waywardness, your rebellion, no matter how great, no matter how messed up, no matter how broken, God says you are forgiven. And again, this isn't a confusing thing. This isn't an unclear thing. God's giving us a clear picture, a bold, clear picture of this is my grace. This is my love. This is who you are in relation to me. And then finally, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us, the riches of his grace that he has lavished upon us, the the image that we have here is of a father adoring his children and just lavishing them with gifts and love and attention and, and all the things that they need. And that's what scripture says about God to you, that God lavishes you with good gifts, with the best gifts. Uh, Not gifts that have you looking for a gift receipt. Uh, Not okay gifts or so-so gifts, but God says, let me give you the very best gifts. My grace, my mercy, my wisdom, my knowledge, my Holy Spirit, the comforter, the counselor, my presence. God says, I'm giving you all that you need. And again, there's no confusion here. It's not unclear. But God says clearly and boldly, this is what I'm doing. See, our life is sort of like that tapestry. That we look at our life and a lot of times all we see is chaos. Threads going here, threads going there. This is happening, that's happening. You look at the news and I'm sure that's what we see. But here's the good news. As the people of Jesus, that's not the only side we have. We don't only have the chaos. We don't only have the the, uh, uncertainty and confusion of this world, but God has given you a glimpse of the other side. And in those times of uncertainty, in those times of confusion, in those times where you're laying in your bed saying, what if and why and then what? All of those times, remember the other side of the tapestry. That even though you see a jumbled mess of threads, that God has given you a clear picture. He's weaving you into this tapestry of his kingdom that he is showing you, telling you, promising to you, you're redeemed. You're forgiven. And you possess the best gifts that heaven has to offer. This is most certainly true. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. I invite the congregation to please rise. And in